If you have your Bibles, please open to Luke chapter 11. Luke chapter 11, we're going to be looking at verses 33 through 36. If you are uh, at all familiar with the Bible, then you know that the theme of light is a very vital uh, theme in Scripture. Um, You think of the fact that in the beginning, um, you know, God said, let there be light, and there was light. He separated the light from the darkness, um, and his early creating work. Think of God himself, as John says, that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. In that sense, not a necessarily literal light, but in a moral sense, God doesn't have any sin. Uh, He's pure in every way, perfect in every way, no stains, no flaws. We're called, if you're a believer, to be children of light. We're called to put off the works of darkness. And so light especially, but also its contrast, darkness are big themes in Scripture. We could see a whole lot more, but let's keep that in mind as we look at these few verses here in Luke chapter 11. Uh, Our Lord Jesus says this, beginning in verse 33. It says, No one after lighting a lamp puts it in a cellar or under a basket, but on a stand so that those who enter may see the light. Your eye is the lamp of your body. When your eye is healthy, your whole body is full of light. But when it is bad, your body is full of darkness. Therefore be careful lest the light in you be darkness. If then your whole body is full of light, having no part dark, it will be wholly bright, as when a lamp with its rays gives you light." Now, this has been a little bit of a tricky passage to think through in terms of making sense of the connections, especially between verse 33 and then verses 34 through 36. Sometimes Scripture will mix metaphors a little bit in order to stress a point. I think it's happening somewhat here. Verse 33, a very familiar emphasis. Uh, We've read stuff like this in the Sermon on the Mount. Uh, Jesus, again, no one after lighting a lamp puts it in a cellar under a basket but on a stand so that those who enter may see the light. Meaning, uh, if you have a light, you put the light on display. What's the point of the light if you're not going to have the light out shining and actually functioning as a light? You don't put it you know, under a basket. You don't put it down in the basement. You put the light out for people to see. That seems pretty straightforward enough, at least to me. But then you come into verses 34, uh, especially verses 34 and 35, and it's like, okay, we're still talking about light versus darkness, but the connection might not be as clear, especially in light of verse 33. And so I think verse 33 is meant to drive what the rest of this passage is getting at. And what I mean is we are going to shine in some way. We're going to shine something to the world. And the question is, what kind of light are we going to be giving off? Are we actually going to be shining light, the light of God, the light of Christ, or are we going to be shining darkness, if that's even possible? But what are we going to be showing with our lives? Because look again at verse 34. It says, your eye is the lamp of your body. And so based on where he's going then, think of your eye. It's like a lamp into you. It's shining into your body, and what comes through that lamp pretty much fills you and defines who you are, okay? So he says, when your eye is healthy, meaning you get light, real light, your whole body is full of light, but when it is bad or unhealthy, 
your body is full of darkness. And then the warning is, therefore, be careful lest the light in you be darkness. And I think what Jesus is saying here, at least in part, is we need to be careful what is filling us up. We need to be careful what we are letting shine into the depths of who we are so that it forms and shapes our character and our thoughts, the type of people that we are, the things that we desire, the things that we reject, what we love, what we hate. What we let shine into us is what's going to fill us, and then what fills us is what's going to shine out of us. Because that's where he ends in verse 36. If your whole body is full of light, having no part in dark, it will be wholly bright, as when a lamp with its rays gives you light. So think about, again, mixing a little bit of the metaphors here, but when a light is shining on you, you can see you. And the brighter the light, the, more, the brighter you are. But this light he's talking about is a light that comes from within. Okay, like remember Moses after being with God on the mountain, he, he glowed like his face was shining. He had to put a veil on. Okay, it's something that's coming from within. And, and we need to be careful that what people see is actually the truth of God. It's actually the gospel of Christ. It's the character of Christ in our lives. And there's just two quick areas that I think we can think about uh, some of these, it might be cliche, it might be we've heard this before, but we really do have to be careful in the culture that we live in. Number one is in that realm of entertainment. Again, I think entertainment, I'm not saying it's bad, I'm not saying don't enjoy your shows, we have our shows that we enjoy, but we have to be careful that what we are partaking, what we are letting shine into our souls is not changing who we are so that the light we give off is something other than the light God would have us shine. And we have to develop a good filter to make sure that what we are taking in is actually something that's going to help us live out for God in the right way. And the other way is worldly ways of thinking and philosophies and analyzation and stuff like that to where we start to evaluate ourselves and people in the church and situations in light of how the world does instead of how the Bible does. Just a little bit further over in Luke chapter 13, I think we see a little bit of an example of this. If you'll turn there real quick, you'll, you'll see an example of people having a, a mindset, a, a way of evaluating the world that's not lined up with Scripture. And here's what I mean. Verse 1, chapter 13, There were some present at that very time who told Jesus about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. And he answered them, Do you think that these Galileans were worse sinners than all the other Galileans because they suffered in this way? No, I tell you, but unless you repent, you will all likewise perish." Or those 18 on whom the tower in Siloam fell and killed them. Do you think that they were worse offenders than all the others who lived in Jerusalem? No, I tell you, but unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. And what Jesus is getting at there is these people had gotten a wrong way of understanding sin and it, how God works in the world in response to sin. They said, because Pilate did this to these people, this horrible thing of mixing the blood and the sacrifices, they must have been really sinful. Like, there's people who are sinful, but these must have been really, really sinful. And then Jesus goes even further. 18 people killed when this tower fell on them. 
They must have been really, really sinful for something that bad to happen to them. If they were more righteous, maybe that wouldn't have happened. And the whole point of that is they had adopted a way of looking at people and situations and sin and all of that that was not biblical, but of the world or of tradition, something that was not from Scripture. And so going back to our passage in Luke 11, what are we taking in? What is influencing us? What is filling us so that when, when it shines out of us, it's reflecting what God wants it to reflect and not something else? Because as Jesus says, be careful lest the light in you be darkness. In chapter 13, their perspective was a dark perspective. We need the perspective of light, the perspective of God, meaning we test all things by what is clearly written in Scripture. And so as we go to prayer, just encourage, evaluate your own life. Um, again, there's more, probably need more time than we have right now to really sit and ponder and think over things, but you might have one or two things come to mind that you might be filling yourself with, uh, that you know, and if you're honest, might be having more of an influence on you um, in, in a negative way than, than it should. Um, and also in terms of just worldly philosophies and, and worldly ways of thinking, are you being directed by Scripture or by something else? And then how is that affecting what you give off, the light that you shine? So let's just take a few minutes to examine our hearts uh, and pray. And if there's sin to confess, do so. Find forgiveness in the Lord. And then I'll close this here in just a few minutes. Our Father, it is so easy for us to be filled with things that not only do not please you, but will affect who we are as, as followers of Christ. Um, Lord, we live in a world that's filled with many things that would want to turn us away from you, corrupt who we are, so that we don't shine the light of the gospel and the light of our Savior to those around us. Uh, and Lord, help us be honest, um, even if it's painful, uh, Lord, that if we have been allowing to shine into our hearts to shape us and form us and mold us um, in bad ways, help us be able to admit that, confess that, uh, know there's forgiveness in Christ because of the cross, and also power by the Holy Spirit to turn away from that and to begin uh, being renewed within as we fill ourselves with better things. Lord, we want to be shaped by your word. We want to be shaped by our walk with you uh, more than we're shaped by anything else. And Lord, help us, guard us uh, from any influence, Lord, that would make us to evaluate the world around us, to evaluate people, to evaluate situations in a worldly way and not in a godly way. Help us not be like those that Jesus spoke of in Luke 13 who were looking at those people who had died and somehow assuming that they were worse sinners because they'd suffered in that way. God, when in reality, that's not at all uh, what the point of, of that was. And Jesus showed us that we all are sinners and we all need to repent. 
Um, So, Lord, just help us to be guided by your truth more than we're guided by anything else. And uh, help us walk in that every day. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.